to. Welcome, everybody, to a very special, I would say a, it's kind of a Christmas special, except I feel like this is the Christmas that tears the family apart. <laughs> so it's like, it's, well, we're it's, used to that now. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not a it Merry on. Christmas, it's a uh, unmerry Christmas to you because today. About Christmas stuff. Right. Right. That's, of course, our first lady. Uh, thank you for that, Zach. Let's just get right into po- divisive politics <laughs> right out the gate. Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV and Harry's. We have back with us Dr. Drew and Dr. Young, who administered the personality test to me and Trisha on Frenemies. They've administered a personality test to all of us here to... Dan, Zach, Ian, Ela, myself, AB, Lena, also AB, but she's not here. What's the deal? Lena's, there wasn't enough time for, to submit Lena's. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So not Lena. I have a feeling she's probably fine. <laughs> yeah. <Hope> so. <laughs> if I had a hunt. But so, so. so here's, here's the interesting wrinkle. Now, <laughs> Dr. Young, one of us is apparently off the chart. Is that right? Uh... That's correct. <laughs> Paul, let's uh, stop with the pejoratives off the top. Of like, well, one of us scored higher than Trisha. Correct. Correct. Um, well, yeah. on some of on, on some of the dimensions, but not on the MPI. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is on the MPI. Trisha got the narcissistic personality inventory top so, score, which but she wanted. She's looking for that. Yeah, she was she, exactly. <laughs> So um, this is very interesting. So we've all been trying to guess who's the psycho among us. Before, I, you, get to, before you get to the who's the psycho, I, I have to respond to uh, the frenemy show that went up today. Yeah. Social media is going a little crazy. Um, so and, and Dr. Drew, Dr. first that? of all, hold on. You just got out of a colonoscopy. We need to acknowledge. I, I literally, the reason I'm in like a campus <laughs> is I literally left the hospital. Here's my IP Oh, site. my God. Wait, here's my. I still have my. I still have my, my stupid tag on. Did they uh, tell you the results, or you have to wait? They're like your ass looks no, good. No, I know. It's all good. It's oh, all that's good. good. That's good. I have something called Lynch syndrome, so I have to get these on a regular basis. And oh my this goodness. was that's so far. But I promised you guys I would try to come in here, and I was telling Ethan before the mics heated up that the colonoscopy felt very much like yesterday's show, <laughs> just a month time. So, but 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 the, the uh, reaming continues on social media. You should know. So I read the comments, and Doctor Drew is being eviscerated in the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, compared to what I'm used to getting on social media, your your fans are actually kind of pleasant. But, Jesus, but, what do you really? get up to? Because they're going buck wild. Well, I'm telling you, they're they're fine. But the the note is, and I understand why they feel this way. Is that I wasn't validating your feelings, and I was quote siding with Trisha, right? Mm-hmm. And in a way, I was. I was trying to get you. To, remember, one of the original goals when I first came on the show was to help you understand and manage Trisha, right? Right. Okay. Right? Yeah. So that, yeah. No. So I was doing more of that. I and and to be fair, I mean, she has some stuff, and she's been very open about it, and it requires an approach, and it does. And if you don't. If you don't use that approach, which is, you know, a certain kind of containment, things spin out of control very easily. So, well, no. From I'll say from my perspective and all the guys also here in the studio, I did not expect that reaction. Yeah, I I was here after they finished and um, everyone was saying it was so great. And then we were all surprised by the comments. I I was surprised (laughs) that everyone was that uh, that the comments and I, I feel like I understood that that's what you were trying to do. 
you know? Yeah. So well, did you, do one you, thing, do we, need, do we need, do I need to help you in any way, support you? Do you need, I feel like you like, no, I'm fine. I, I was actually want to say, yeah. I felt that okay. Ethan was really handling her very well on that one episode where things blew out of control. I, I think basically what it was is that he was trying to explain my position. He was, yeah. he, I feel like he's totally fine. And, um, I do think we learned a lot from that episode with you about Trisha because we actually get along really well now. So I think um, it was just the miscommunications. They kind of go out of control. Those little. And if you remember, Ethan, yesterday I was trying to get you to withdraw from some of that, you know, to know when to get get out. Don't don't escalate things. Right. Anyway. So we're good. Yes, we're good. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Of course. I never, I was surprised by that. I, t- I understood what you were trying to do. And I wasn't at any point like, this Dr. Drew doesn't get me. And he's just on Trisha's side. I wasn't <laughs> feeling that, you know. Okay, you um, ever need me from here. Yeah. Okay. So, th- so thank you for clearing that up. Yeah. Guys, be easy and poor Dr. Drew. He just had a camera up his ass. <laughs> and and well, sort of two days in a row. Somewhere. Yeah, two oh days God. in a row, man. Come on, give the poor guy a break. Back to more. <laughs> okay, so now in our midst is someone, and forgive me for saying this, doctor is off the chart psychotic. Oh God, no. Now we're trying no. to guess. <laughs> we're trying to guess who it is. Okay, so uh, what, for example, would the characteristic be of that person? Like, how do I? So the, define it. Well, I'll, the, so basically, the doctor, we took three personality tests. No, two. Right? Or, sorry, two. We took two personality tests. One of them is a determinant of narcissism. And then Ela's worried. <laughs> I don't think it's you, but Ela's worried. And then the second one is called the dark triad. See, I learned a lot from the last episode, <laughs> which basically is narcissism, psychopathy, and uh, mur- and uh, uh, oh, Machiavellian, which is my favorite. Basically, like this person might murder someone. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, no, don't. Let's not do that. <laughs> it, it, is, it is essentially again. We we went to great lengths yesterday. To talk about. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Okay, I don't want to be too repetitive yeah, because I'm, I'm sure everyone watched it. Yeah. But basically, you know, Machiavellian is is like cunning. It's like uh, yeah. uh, uh, cunning. You know, uh, 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 manipulative stuff like that. So that's just the one. So the first one. Let's first start with the the narcissism. Okay. So, did anybody score uh, high on the narcissism test? And then I want to try to guess who it was. Uh, yes. Uh, in addition to Trisha, who got a thirty out of forty. There is one person who got a 28 out of 40. And there's another person who got a 2 out of 40. 2? 2. Wow. Is that even possible? How can you be so selfless? I've actually never seen a 2. I feel like they're lying, though. I've seen a 5. I've seen a 5. And I I actually worry about those people. (laughs) I feel like they don't have a healthy narcissism. Right. Either, well, do you you ever wonder if somebody's lying on this test? Because a 2 seems outrageous. Well, you know, some people say that they try to second guess, you know, the, the uh, answers to make themselves right. come out a certain type of way. But I think the survey is designed in such a way that it's very, very hard to do that for every question, especially under some kind of time pressure. 
<laughs> so what we try to do is to tell people, just write down your first emotion. You know, the thing that the thing that the answer that resonates with you immediately, and that's what we try to do. Okay, so we have one narcissist and we have one pussy. <laughs> Why pussy? Well, I'm just trying to make it like new. like super self-hating self-loathing is what how would you characterize someone with a two on narcissism? Are they a pussy? Are they self-loathing? How can we demean them? Well, I don't think it's a question of demeaning them. I, I think that <laughs> that um, you know, These are just seven aspects of human behavior. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me about how do we demean? tell me like what what would be a personality defect of someone with a two? He he, oh. he may have trouble with self-sufficiency, I can see, and uh, leadership may not be a great quality, right? Maybe hard to be leading other people. Hmm. Uh, and you certainly are going to have issues, not even issues, but you don't feel great about your body and showing it, that type of, ah, kind of stuff. Okay, this is really interesting. So on the high, so I think we all suspect Zach <laughs> is going to be the narcissist. <laughs> By me. <laughs> just because hmm. you get up to the weird shit, bro. You just get up to the weird I've shit. I've heard AB being thrown around in the air, too. <laughs> See, <on that. sighs> hmm. I would suspect AB of being the, uh, the simp, really, for lack of better words, the two. The two? No, I think maybe Ian. No, Ian's crazy. <laughs> no, I think Ian's normal. <laughs> Speak up. What do you guys think? What am, what am I here passing judgment on everybody? Well... Uh, because I organize all of this, I know the answer, mm. and so I don't feel like I should really okay. chime in too okay. much yeah. for lo fear of giving it away. I am. Should we say uh, what Trisha's guess was? Yeah. Sure. What she guessed you, Ela. Yeah, of course she did. <laughs> <laughs> she went straight after you. Maybe so, I. Maybe I feel like I feel like I so don't understand myself that I could. I worry that I might be both of the options. Like. No, you're not the two. Oh, be maybe because I, I hate looking at myself. Huh. But I think I I have read a lot of contradicting huh. opinions Interesting. in my mind. Huh. <laughs> ah. So I wonder if I'm either one you of those. You could be one of the two anomalies. Which is insane. And maybe we can break hers down, Mark, and show her the different components. Okay, well well let's all take a let's all take a guess and then let's break down. Zach, Ian, I'm A B, I'm forcing you guys to to take a guess. Well, in terms of the two, I mean, Ela mentioned on a previous show how we're both kind of self-haters. Right. And also how she just described herself is kind of how I feel. Mm. <laughs> uh, very similar. <laughs> like, I feel like I could be either way. So I kind of feel like me or Ela is the two. <laughs> and then the narcissist is... Uh, it's Zach. My boy Zach. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but what, what's the evidence for that? What, Zach, what everything. Would... I mean, I can't explain. Everybody knows it's you. And uh, since the moment that I uh, mentioned that this was the case, Zach, I, I want to point out that you've said nothing, but that it's definitely well, you. I, I want <laughs> so to know if I did too. get my, my shrink on standby. You know, like. <laughs> well, hey, that's, you know what I mean? We're not here to treat you. We're just here to call you out. <laughs> Ian, why are you not saying anything? He's the narcissist. Well, because I'm selfless. <laughs> you think you're the two? I mean, I'm I'm kind, I'm loving. Some people refer to me as the Stop. Well, really the patron saint of the podcasts. <laughs> I, I I give I give everything of me to others. I think Ian's normal. <laughs> Take a serious guess. That's my guess. So you think you're the narcissist? 
Oh, Nars- you're, no, no, you're no, the two. I think I'm I'm the selfless kind, all giving. You're the two. Yes, yeah. I think Ethan's the narcissist. No, I already I... did. I uh, I already did this. Yeah, actually, test. Ethan, yeah. because he we we revealed his results with Trisha yesterday. So, he's... oh, I guess maybe we should have made that clear. I was a seven, right? Is that right, Doctor? Seven right. on what? Out of forty. On no, the total. Out of. But I should also tell you guys that there are three people. Ethan's one of them. Who have scores under eight? Wow. There's a two, there's a five, and there's a seven. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. So, so, this is a very low self esteem crew here. <laughs> <laughs> no. it sounds about right. It sounds about right. <laughs> and one of us has enough for the rest of us, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> how did we make it this far? We don't know. So, tell me. So, before, okay, so what's the average score? Uh, the average, the national average is a 15. Okay. <laughs> so we were very low. <laughs> so, so let's start with, um, let's start with who got the lowest. All right. Are you ready? I'm here. Ian. What was it? Ian. Ian. Ian got the lowest? I knew it. Wait. He's, he lied. Ian, you lied on the test. <laughs> no. Why do you think so? That's because I feel like he's not that insecure, or I don't I don't know if it necessarily means insecure or something, but I just feel like he's really he he's just such a you have so many redeeming qualities. I feel like you should be more narcissistic. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be narcissistic for you. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait! You're telling me I. I don't like myself? <laughs> I mean, that's what it seems to say. <laughs> Although you do have a lot of issues with, like, the sleepwalking and everything, and you caught COVID. Which How's is a defect, related? obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, on the, tell, tell me about... Like, I feel like I am not surprised because really? I unfortunately do see a lot of um, uh, insecurities, I guess, even though I don't agree with them. I think Ian is great. I think Ian's and he's great. very talented. So tell he's me, give me, give me handsome some devil. great, great guy. Yeah, he's but he's best. not. See, it's more that he's not interested in using that those abilities to get something from the world. Mm. That make, so he is a saint, as he pointed out. Mm. A two. And Mark, if you remember, uh, our our lowest score amongst celebrities was that uh, child actor. What's his name? Fred. Freddie. Oh, Frankie Muniz. Frankie Munoz, and and he was a you know, very nice guy and just a you know very but very self self uh, um, you know had a good sense of himself and was not that didn't have low self esteem. He just wasn't needing mm. things from the world. Mm. So is so what is the lowest score you've ever seen? The two, two, but well, two is the lowest I've seen. <laughs> wow, Ian, you are the lowest <laughs> score we've ever seen on this test. So tell me which points did he score on? Tell me the two that he... Uh... All right. So he scored one point on authority and one point on exploitativeness. Yeah, mm. let me hear that one. What was the question? So the questions were, for authority, I like having authority over other people Ooh. or I don't mind following orders. And he okay. likes having authority. He chose the authority over other people. Interesting. And then on uh, the exploitativeness, um, he's, the question was, I can read people like a book. I love that question. Or people are sometimes hard to understand. So he chose reading like a book. So you're, you're, you are perceptive. 
So this throws uh, a wrench in my whole theory now because yeah. I thought AB was going to be the two, and now really, now I'm really confused. Let's just jump right to <laughs> to the narcissist. Wait, wait, when you say AB, I'm not sure whose name that represents. Well, AB's the guy. AB wave and the cardigan. <laughs> no, no, I, mean, I, I, I have different names now. Oh, Abdullah. Oh, Abdullah is his real name. That's probably oh yeah, Abdullah. Abdullah, but it's all good. Abdullah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Last name? Ayad. Ayad, I'll give some surprises with you. So keep keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well let's let's go right to the, the narcissist. Let's see who scored the highest. All right. Well, um, it turns out the second highest score with a twenty-eight out of forty is Zach. We knew it! We all knew it! Zach, you narcissistic piece of shit! We okay. fucking knew it! Okay, I... Okay. One too many TikToks, my friend. Okay, I... You just fuck. think you're so good-looking, don't you? No, I, I'm deeply insecure about myself from years And you years think of... you should get all the girls, don't you? No, 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 no. I, I, the, the truth be told, I'm deeply insecure about myself, my body yeah, image. Yeah. So, so Ethan, listen to that. That that's part of narcissism. Oh, you have an inner core. <laughs> no, listen, then this is why there should be sympathy and not. And, okay. you know, I'm kidding. Let's, we love Zach. No, but, let's hear. It. Let's yeah. hear it though. I do want. There's also a, a very tender core that they protect by putting an, a pseudo self on top of themselves that mm. they get world to feed themselves to protect the core, mm. right? And and that's really how I think of narcissism. So, Trish is more on the borderline thing, so there's other stuff going on. But I think Zach just described really what I think of as narcissism. He just said he was insecure for Christ. Okay, go ahead. Let's hear where his, uh, let's hear where he, where he scores off the chart for us. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, on authority, he got a five out of eight. Um, on superiority, he got a five out of five. Oh, wait, read those questions. <laughs> a five out of five on superiority, Zach. I love it. Yeah, so <laughs> on superiority, the questions Fuck. were, when people compliment me, I get embarrassed, or I know that I'm a good person because everybody keeps telling me so. <laughs> you know, that reminds me, that so reminds me, because Zach always tells this anecdote how when he goes to the grocery store, he asks the cashier, how's her day going? And he thinks that makes her day better. And we all it laugh. It does. And we all laugh because we're like, she doesn't give a fuck if you ask how's her day. You gotta, you gotta put a smile on someone's face. But, Tough but, but it's out not there. you putting a smile on face. Okay, keep going, Dr. Young. All right. Um, the next question, I am no better or no worse than most people, or I think I am a special person. I think you're a special person. Well, thank you. <laughs> Clearly, so do I. Yeah. <laughs> uh. The next question is, compliments embarrass me, or I like to be complimented. I mean, that's fair. Sorry. We all like to be complimented, some more than others. Uh, the fourth question is, I wish someone would someday write my biography, or I don't like people to pry into my life for any reason. You want a biography, Zach? I would love a biography. 
What's the storytelling? I well, wonder. he's a young man. He's got a lot of life to live. Yeah. Now, the fifth question is, I am much like everybody else, or I am an extraordinary person. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, you are extraordinary. We love you. You can play guitar. You're funny. You're beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but not the heartthrob. Yeah. We, Zach, I'll have you doctors know, was recently dethroned as the podcast heartthrob he was replaced by a b as the podcast heartthrob by a 75 percent vote now how do you guys think do you think zach is going to be coping with that well because those two are friends and i'm wondering if that's going to be causing friction between them well i think you should take another poll next week and see what happens after this episode mm. <laughs> well let's continue so superiority he got a perfect score and let me give some 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 results on the other side. Given what Zach has just said, on vanity he only gets a one out of seven. Okay. And on exploitativeness, no questions at all. No no marks on that. Interesting. So what what do you mean by that? You, it means you're not exploitative person. He's not ex an exploitative person. He's he's not out to you to know, use to, people. People, yeah. That's exactly. nice. So you just, he's, he's just a sweet narcissist. Yeah, he's a very nice narcissist. He thinks very highly of himself, <laughs> but he's not trying to uh, burn the world down. <laughs> we like that about him. And also on entitlement, um, he only scored the three out of the six. Huh? You know, I'm, I'm relieved it wasn't you, Ela. I, I know, say. me too. I was getting worried. Because <laughs> I, I don't know what... I'm kind of curious. I want to ask about... Because I feel like I have, like such contradicting thoughts sometimes like on one hand i can think oh i'm talented and then on the other hand i can think i hate everything i do and i'm mm -hmm. just like awful so yeah. i was wondering if i'm on either side can we review Ela's results on the narcissism scale sure what did so let's get a drum roll what did Ela score let's take a guess so you said 15 is normal 15 is average 15 is average okay hit me with that drum roll <laughs> Drum roll. Thank you. All right. Eli, your score out of 40 is an 11. Oh, oh. you're selfless saint. <laughs> I mean, obviously not as selfless as me. I was a seven. <laughs> but that's really nice. Okay, nice. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you shouldn't feel bad about that, Zach, because you scored high on, like, self-value but low on exploitative. I think that's very nice. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Right. Drew explained yesterday that a, a lot of these metrics, you know, some of them are positive or, or, or potentially positive traits while others are more negative. And you did, it sounds like you scored higher on the more positive self-confidence ones. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm here to make, because you guys have a tendency to put, you know, uh, Valence on these. We make home. everything bad Good and judgmental. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who failed the test? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so tell me where Ela uh, strayed from the enlightened path. Would you please, Doctor Young? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. It's interesting, Ethan, because um, her scores are kind of distributed across ah. uh, five different categories, and there's in no particular category is she high. So I would say that. The ones um, where she got a little bit high, I guess, is um, 
exhibitionism. She got a three out of seven. Really? What is that? It's like what you like to be seen and look at. Really? Yeah. Read, read, me, read me the one she, she flopped on there. <laughs> I'm so interested. Exhibitionism, Mila. I don't know. That, could that pertain to her art, maybe? maybe? Well, let's find yeah. out. Absolutely. Absolutely good. Oh, because obviously I just think of that as a porn category. What? <laughs> I mean, right? Doesn't everybody? I don't even you know, know the was, word, so I don't even know. I was thinking of her art. <laughs> to be like, I mean, recognized in fashion and every. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was her, thinking yeah. about porn. So. <laughs> okay, <laughs> when are you not? <laughs> what? When am I not? So, um, so here are the three questions related to uh, her scores on exhibitionism. The first one is, either modesty doesn't become me, or I am essentially a modest person. So wait, which? So which right. one did she answer? Because those are kind yeah, of it's great. It's a great example of how it's a forced answer, right? Yeah. They're very yeah. similar. One is a predictive value, and the other. That's doesn't. interesting. So which one did she answer? She answered, "Modesty doesn't become me," which is kind of like an immodest answer, right? Mm. <laughs> Got you. Honestly, there may be a little bit of an English barrier there. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Because <laughs> I still, even right now, don't really completely understand the difference so modesty doesn't become me is like i'm not a mo i i'm oh well the saying i'm not a modest person ah That's whatever it, what's it the next one different to me a little different it's like i'd rather not be a modest person because it's not attractive on me yeah. uh, see i don't think i understood that so what's the next one let's let's see all right so the next one is i would do almost anything on a dare or i tend to be a fairly cautious person what? You would do anything on a dare? I did not. That's what she answered. I, I would huh. do almost anything on a dare. Interesting. That's kind of bizarre. I, That's like, I got a couple of dares I'd like to <laughs> ask you about later. <laughs> I want to smell feet. <laughs> I'm trying to think about it. I mean, I guess I, guess I don't think I guess I'm, you are kind of I'm not really a cautious person, I don't think. Right, I was about to say, you have to think of it in contrast to the other options. Yeah. You probably saw like, that, and you're like, well, I'm not a cautious person. Yeah, so. I wouldn't describe myself as a cautious person, would you? I think it's complicated. Yeah. What's the well, next Well, you got to pick, like, the better option right. that suits you. So the next question is, I don't care about new fads and fashion, or I like to start new fads and fashion. <laughs> well, sure, that one makes sense, because she's a fashion designer. <laughs> so it's... It kind of struck a little bit too close to home. So, so those are the three um, hmm. questions of which she, she chose the narcissistic choice. Interesting. Um, and again, kind of looking through, you know, the survey, there's really nothing else that, that pops out oh. as being significant. Uh, she got a two out of eight on authority, a two out of seven on superiority, uh, and then a two out of seven on self-sufficiency. See, I was thinking you would hit the authority one higher because you seem, because Ela is a, the CEO and creative director of her own company, and I would assume, and I, you seem to handle authority fairly well and dictating to people. I think I, I think I do, but I don't like to see myself as, I, I like to see myself as part of the crew. Like even with Teddy Fresh, I like to think of myself as like I'm in the trenches with them. She's and I'm feared not, like, by her employees. <laughs> she rules with the iron fist. But I, in my head, I don't think of myself as like, uh, 
I got the, I don't know, so... Uh, she is the prince. She's both feared and loved. <laughs> <laughs> to go back to the Machiavellianism. <laughs> yeah, let's see how she scored on those, on those parameters. Yeah, that... Um, so is there any other... You said there's something interesting about AB that... Yeah. That, how did AB score? All right. Let me just turn to that. <laughs> Look at Ian sitting there all enlightened. I know. How do you feel about your score, Ian? He's our little Buddha. I'm not surprised. And those Sunday services really got to you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're not surprised, really? No. No. Are you <laughs> doing shtick? I feel like you're doing shtick. <laughs> I guess right, you'll so never know. AB <laughs> AB hit just about the national average. He got 14 out of 40. Ah, okay. And, um, there are two areas, I guess three, where he got some points. Um, for authority, he got a five out of eight. Ooh, AB. Uh, self-sufficiency. to take over the show. <laughs> self-sufficiency, he got a four out of six. Mm. And then entitlement, he got a three out of six. Okay. Tell me about entitlement. <laughs> well, the, and, uh, and by the way, Doctor Young, can I ask you what does it mean that AB thought he got a two? Well, I guess his self perception is is different from the way that that he answered things when when kind of put on the spot. You know, mm. sometimes it's very hard. You have a, a feeling about yourself, but when you're asked very specific things. Perhaps something else comes out. I'm going to say it's it's part of the misconception of what narcissism is that you guys reacted to when Zach articulated the feeling associated with it. I think that's what we're seeing here. And in fact, you'll see on some of the upcoming uh, the other tests. See, I'm, I'm, my brain is not working very well. I just had anesthesia. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, AB has some other interesting narcissistic. Uh oh, let's go. Uh, and, but again, it, but it often feel you often feel small and insecure uh -huh. when you're a narcissist. Interesting, interesting. Okay, we are going to go to a quick break, and we'll be right back with our doctors and our psycho staff. <laughs> liquid IV, boy, I love liquid IV. And Ila, I don't think you've actually tried it, but I am Liquid IV game. Here's the three flavors of life. You've got the immune support, the orange. You've got the energy drink, the green. And then that one is the hydration electrolyte mixture. Which one would you like to try? I want the hydration. You do? Yeah. I want the energy. I want to get fucking napped! I, I always feel thirsty. Oh yeah, no, so that, so apparently, that is supposed to hydrate you more than water itself. Pretty epic. So basically, you, you unsmutz the top, you peel the top off, you pour it in. So this is the ca the energy one. It's got caffeine. It's got all that good shit that you look for in energy. I don't have anything to stir. I just didn't, I, I'm just going to use this. I can't know. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think this through very much, but the point is you mix it up. And it, it tastes great. And I get charged up, you know, I don't like coffee because, thank you, Lou. coffee is so acidic, it really messes my stomach up. So this is basically 
hydrating, beautiful water with all of the benefits of coffee. This is really loud, Kabutta, sorry. With, with all the benefits of coffee, and it tastes great. Mmm, and gets you charged up. Really good. So when I'm hungover, or I eat like a really salty food, sometimes you can't, I feel like you can't quench your thirst, and so I drink the hydration one. Mmm. And I feel like it really satisfies my thirst. So, they've got a, a formulation for every need. I love it. It's liquid IV. I hate IVs. Love liquid IV. You know what I mean? Don't want a real IV. Love the liquid IV. Get it? That's yeah, pretty epic. <laughs> you know, one serving of liquid IV provides the same hydration as drinking two to three bottles of water alone. Really? Yeah. They've got three delicious flavors. Guava, juicy guava, crisp watermelon, and comforting apple pie. It also contains five essential vitamins. More vitamin C than an orange. It is much potassium as a banana. Much healthier than sugary sports drinks because there's no artificial flavors or preservatives and less sugar than an apple. Fuck apples. Sugary ass <laughs> bullshit. It's also made with clean ingredients, non-GMO, vegan, free of gluten, dairy, soy. It's good to go. Boom. Did you know that Liquid IV has donated over 6.7 million servings globally? In response to COVID-19, products are being donated to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, active U.S. military. Over 3 million servings so far. So this has medicinal value. Couldn't charge up over here. Shoot me out of a cannon. Liquid IV is available nationwide at Walmart and beverage sections. Or you can get 25% off. When you go to liquidiv.com and use code H3 at checkout, that's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code H3. Liquidiv.com. Get better hydration today at liquidiv.com. Promo code H3. This is how I feel. You hear this music? <laughs> this is how I feel when I use Harry Crazy. No. I walk into a room, I'm confident. Mm. I go, hey girl, I look at the Elon and go, mm. <laughs> you notice something about me? Cleaned up my neck, cleaned up the fucking neck beard. Oh! <laughs> Don't shave my face, but if I did, there's only one razor I would use. Mm. You know it's Harry's. Mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> Harry's razors, let's go, baby. Smooth and slick like the. What do we call this? Uh, this isn't really bluesy, is it, Zach, or is it blues? Uh, this is a blue shuffle. Mm, like a blue shuffle. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Listen, it gives you the closest shave, the smoothest glide, the most competitive price. It's convenient. They send it right to your door. What more do I need to say about harrysrazor.com slash h3? <laughs> New U.S. customers can redeem a Harry's trial set. By going to harrys.com slash h3, you'll get everything you need to feel as good as this music sounds for just $3. <laughs> Honest value. They were founded by two friends who were tired of paying, overpaying for razors. They thought the big brands were overdesigned, overpriced, and out of touch. So they founded Harry's as a return to the essential quality blades at an honest price. 
as low as $2 per refill. German engineered blades. Quality. You know, these guys, they wanted to sell product they'd be proud of, so they raised a bunch of money to buy a razor factory in Germany. It's been honing precision, precision razor blades for over 100 years. They sourced this deal from Sweden. They own the entire manufacturing pro process. This allows them to make a great product and keep the prices low. Mm, you hear that music? I'd probably, I'd glide that fucking razor right over my shaft and I wouldn't even think twice about it. That tells you everything you need to know about Harry's. New sharper blades. Harry's is delivering their sharpest blade ever and they aren't raising the prices. Their new blades are so sharp that guys shaving four times per week report that with Harry's new blade, their eighth shave was just as smooth as their first. Mm. They've got a quality guarantee. They confidently stand by their blades with 100% money back guarantee. Harry's.com slash H3. They're available online and in stores. Harry's is now available wherever you shop. So here's what I need you, our loyal listeners, to do. Harry's has a great offer for you guys. New United States customers can redeem a Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash h3 for just one, two, three dollars. You get five blade razor featuring their all new sharp blade, a weighted ergonomic handle, foam, shave, gel with aloe, and a travel cover to protect your blade when you're on the go. All of that for just three mother loving dollars. Just go to harrys.com slash h3 and redeem your trial offer today. Thank you very much. So tell me about uh, Dr. Young. If you would please tell me uh, in detail how fucked up AB is, please. <laughs> well, I can tell you that, um, you know, again, three out of six on the entitlement questions. And uh, on question five... The choices are the thought of ruling the world frightens the hell out of me, or if I ruled the world, it would be a better place. There would be a lot more lights. <laughs> be a lot more. AB, a lot more are you have ambitions to to you really you think you're up for that task, huh? To be honest, I thought I answered that in the opposite way. To be 100 percent honest, but see, what is with you guys? You guys are all flip flopping when you I'm hear not, your answers. I mean, I think you want to rule the world. <laughs> look, look how proper he looks today, wearing his cardigan and his glasses and his watch. What know? were the other ones, Dr. Young? <laughs> okay, so um, next one. I insist upon getting the respect that is due me. I usually get the respect I deserve. So he insists on? That's what he answered? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> A.B.? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, the way I interpret it is like you have to earn it, basically. Like it's not just given, which I respect. Hmm. Hmm. So if somebody, okay, what's the next one? Last one is um, I have a strong will to, to power. Oh, my God. Or power for its own sake doesn't interest me. You like power. You definitely. No, it wasn't necessarily about liking power. It's just that in my life, I've always like gravitated towards leadership roles against my own will, sort of like, I see. Yeah. Like I was president of like the biggest uh, organization on campus. I mean, these are all minor, but, um, 
which I didn't want to. I was made head manager at a restaurant that I worked at, which don't I really didn't want to. Don't but. make me sing. Hi. What? I'm sorry, doctor. So don't make me sing. Don't make me sing. <laughs> sort of, yeah. Like at the restaurant Stop. I worked at, for example, <laughs> I just I got very close with my uh, coworkers, one of them being my future wife. And if I didn't step up and take that position, the other person that would have would have made our lives hell. So I did that even though I didn't receive as much money as I did as a waiter. And it was a lot harder to be a lead manager rather than just a waiter while in school. AB, are you trying to take my job? Stop! (laughs) I'm trying to be your understudy. I'm trying to be your apprentice. Yeah, we know. We all know the story about the apprentice <laughs> and the master, right? <laughs> Our words, one, I mean. one trip to Croatia and um... <laughs> <laughs> one rogue wave in Croatia, and all of a sudden you have you, you have, have my eternal <laughs> I I owe a life debt to you guys. I'm forever in your service. Can I can I ask why the cardigan today? I'm just curious. <laughs> this is Zach trying to come back at me for the whole yeah, suit. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I've never I'll, seen I'll, you wear a you. fucking cardigan. Why are you wearing a cardigan today? I mean, it's just a cardigan. I know we're in the presence of doctors. I'm trying to be uh, respectable. <laughs> I mean, I didn't come in a full suit to after dark last did week. You, did you buy oh, that? Oh, you want to go toe to toe? That's huh? true. It's like that, bro. <laughs> well, hold on. I mean, it's true, AB. You have never worn a cardigan. Did you buy that for this show, or or did you always own the cardigan? I owned it. I have yeah, a few other ones. If you guys want to see them? Yeah, I want to see. It. I'm fine. It seems to be some friction between them. You guys can tell, though, doctor. That's a fucking simp. <laughs> because they're both competing for a heartthrob and. I'm married. I'm not competing. It's no, no, but but in this, I think A B in the same sense where he's like, I didn't choose to be the heartthrob. I didn't want to be the heartthrob. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I just chose to wear a cardigan today. <laughs> <laughs> and just cut to Ian, who is uh, basically in planes of enlightenment. He is disengaged. <laughs> He is in the ethereal realm of just attained a new level. He's in Nirvana. Yeah, yeah, he's in Nirvana. So, let's talk about Dan. How? Tell tell me about Dan's score. Yeah, there are two other scores we haven't done. One is Dan. Dan Mm. got an eight out of forty. Really? Thank you. You and me, baby. You and me, Ethan. And I'm a little I, more narcissistic than you, apparently. One point. One, one point, point more. more. <laughs> Dan had one category where he excelled. Dan is a great guy. Oh. Well, thank you, Mr. President. So where did you excel, Dan? Well, he uh, he actually got a five out of seven on authority. Oh, oh that makes oh, sense. Read iron, those to me. Iron fist. <laughs> That's actually really good because he's our, he's our producer, so right. we like right. that. That's true. Makes, makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Read me the ones he 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 answered he hit narcissistic on. And then who else didn't we read then? Yeah. So for Dan on authority, and again, this was really the only category in which he, uh, you know, scored significantly. First question: I have a natural talent for influencing people, or I am mm. not good at influencing people. Wow, Dan, you're blowing my cover. Part of, part of what makes me good is people don't suspect that I'm good at influencing them. Uh, second question, I will be a success. I am not too concerned about success. So wait, 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 wait. Uh, Which one? I am not too concerned about success or I am. You will be a success. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the next one, I'm not sure if I would make a good leader or I see myself as a good leader. Mm. 
then let's see. Dan, how you feeling? Being an authority, oh. Oh. being an authority doesn't mean much to me, or people always seem to recognize my authority. <laughs> Carbon vibes. <laughs> <laughs> that's true though you uh, always it's are part of his yeah, job so true. yeah and that's just uh it, it's actually similar to what ab was describing like i, I don't necessarily uh, uh -huh. <laughs> it's true I, I don't necessarily go out of my way to try and seize authority in whatever situation i am but it, it oftentimes seems to fall to me and i've become accustomed to stepping up to that i guess i don't know i look i look up to you Damn. I just I just Thank said you. that in that in that video. I just said that. I said I admire you very much. Simp. Gar <laughs> you literally just said the same thing, Zach, and then you insult him for saying it. Simp. Yeah, doctors get that. I get do that? think that Zach holds I feel like Zach holds like more Reg. resentment than he's willing to admit mm -hmm. for being dethroned as heartthrob. Yeah. It's a little painful, not gonna lie. It's and Zach and A B had a, a deep uh, uh bromance going on. And we still do. Hmm. We still do. Yeah. Interesting. It's on the rocks, though. He <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> and then, so, so, so. There's one more question. Yeah, uh, go ahead. I would prefer to be a leader, or it makes little difference to me whether I'm a leader or not. Got it. That's fine. So that's everybody on the narcissist scale. That's everyone. So I think well, it's one of our narcissism scales. The other is part of the dark triad. Right. Okay. So on the pure narcissism scale, I think we all are pretty, I think we all did good. I mean, Ian is enlightened. He's on like, Ian is like out of having an out of body experience right now. He's not even there. He's like on Mount Everest or some shit looking over, looking over humanity. Yeah. yeah. There he is. <laughs> um, Zach, no surprises there. I'm very happy. <laughs> and Ela, I'm kind of, I, I really didn't know which way you would go. But let's move on to the dark triad because this one seems to be more comprehensive. This one, the dark triad. Oh, and they call it the dark triad for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, uh, in the previous show, we talked about uh, both Trisha and uh, Ethan's scores. And, you know, Trisha scored fairly high on the narcissism aspect of the dark triad and kind of at a middling level for psychopathy. I do need to say that she did admit to being on Xanax and Percocet when she Why took she? the test. Because <laughs> Dr. Drew was like, your results don't really make any sense. Really? And she's like, well, I was fucked up on Xanax and Percocet oh and I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> so... There is some consistency there in mm -hmm. the scores on narcissism in the dark triad and the NPI, but I certainly take the point. Mm. Okay, so doctor, do we have any anomalic anomaly readings here among us? Uh, we do, uh, just in one person. Well, well wait, before, you do, before you do that, there there is some there are some high narcissism readings huh? on the scale too, right, Mark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, with AB, he got a, a 3.89, and a high score on the dark triad measure of narcissism is a 3.68. Oh, so AB scored high on the narcissism scale. Yeah, above, yeah, dark triad. above the uh, threshold. Interesting. AB, yeah. what do you think about that? As someone who thought you were a two, you're 
According to the dark triad, you have narcissistic traits. Uh, I don't know what. Are we able to go over some of the questions? Of course. Or... <laughs> so, yeah, th there's actually a lot, but I mean, I, I think before we we even do that, <laughs> questions on the dark triad relating to narcissism are different from the ones on the narcissistic personality inventory. So sometimes it's just a question of the types of questions that are actually being asked. Right. Um, so let me try and pull up. So how this one works is you have a sliding scale of strongly disagree and strongly agree on a scale of one to five, right? Mm. And so, yeah, right. so they ask you kind of similar questions and then they gauge based on which bubble mm -hmm. you, you fill in. So it's a different, maybe more nuanced scale. So yeah, that's right. This is not a forced choice. It's just I got. I got to give up my studio in in five minutes here. So okay. we better we better proceed with the uh, reveal. Because uh, <laughs> help you guys through that. Okay. So do you want me to go through these scores now, or, or do you want me to just go to the big reveal uh, first? Sounds well, like I'm not sure I'm ready for the big reveal. <laughs> I feel like. All right. That, that's okay with me, uh, but I'm going to abandon you guys. Uh, I can come back to help if this, <laughs> if this doesn't go well. <laughs> is it uh, that? This is, I am just, I am just. Well, because you, you go so negative on these results. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's fair. So just, just remember here, let's get a soundbite of Dr. Drew saying something positive. All right. And well, no, no, you don't have to. I'll come back and say something positive on another day. But but just okay. remind yourselves that this is not about being good or bad person. Uh -huh. right. These are these are strategies for being in the world. And sometimes the strategies have nothing to do or very little to do with how you feel inside. Sometimes mm -hmm. how you feel Dude, the way Dr. Drew is talking makes me think that one of these guys is fuck. <laughs> I feel like Dr. Drew is going to drop a bomb on me, but <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, Mark, luck. Uh, I'm I, I, I turns out I didn't have the studio when I thought I did, but, um, if you, if you need any emergency for me to return, like, uh, like on a, a Lower quality <laughs> or something, Mark. Please text me, okay? Thank okay. you, Doctor Drew. Thank Hope you. Hope you uh, have a nice uh, recovery. And, yeah. Uh, thank you very but, much. And I will be. Doing, I got Melissa Rivers today on my streaming show. And don't forget, every day around three o'clock, you can get it all at drdrew.com, drdrew.tv, YouTube slash Doctor Drew will, will be Dr. there. Drew, Doctor Drew, Doctor Drew, everywhere. <laughs> Doctor Drew is everywhere, and he is coming at you live. All right, guys. Good luck. Bye. Thank you, Thanks thank a lot, Doctor. Thank, thank you. you. See you, Drew. Wow, okay. it's that bad, huh, Dr. Young? I didn't realize there was still another big reveal. <laughs> oh, there's like a huge reveal, apparently. <laughs> okay, so let's start with, so we were talking about A.B. scoring high on narcissism on the dark triad, and you were going to explain his right. results. Right. I thought what I'd do is just, you know, there are uh, nine questions um, for narcissism. I thought what I'd do is just go through the ones on which he has a high score. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so the first one is, People see me as a natural leader. Okay, that uh, tracks. And he got a he got a five out of five on on that question. Fair enough. Uh, let's see. You never uh, say me. I like to get acquainted with important people. Oh, interesting. Clout shark. Clout bell. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Uh, I feel embarrassed if someone compliments me. Now, that is what we call a reverse scored question. You know, in these, in these types of oh. survey, in order to make sure that people are actually reading the questions, we put in a negative huh. and then reverse score it. It's just a technique that psychometricians mm-hmm. use. And so you have to kind of do the reverse of that, which means that he's not embarrassed when mm-hmm. people compliment him. Mm. Really? <laughs> they got you, buddy. <laughs> and then uh, the last one is um, I am an average person. But again, that's reverse scored. <laughs> so he gets uh, four out of five on that. So um, you said four to five on the average person. And that somehow indicates he's a narcissist. No, he got a two out of five, but when we reverse score. Oh, I see, I see, I see. He got, a, see. He got a four out yeah. of five. You're, you, I see. Okay. But again, for, for, for my money, the, um, the NPI is uh, a much wider assessment of narcissism you know, than the narcissism score in the dark triad, simply because you've got 40 questions on the NPI, and here we've got nine. Mm-hmm have a much broader range of characteristics related to narcissism mm-hmm. you know, the different categories that you know we kind of went through yeah. so how are you feeling Abby? does this all make sense to you i mean i, I don't think it, i think it all is pretty pretty uh reasonable stuff yeah no i, I it it makes sense I, I feel like a lot of it goes back not trying on a deep dive, but my my dad's sort of uh my dad's known for being very assertive and being like the patriarch of the family so I try to be a nicer version of him, if you will. So mm. I could kind of see that. Now, how? Okay, so we have what it sounds like to me is one person. Is there any other anomalies, or just one person that's way off the chart, and everyone else is average? Pretty much everyone else is average. Um, one person got, in terms of the three aspects of the dark triad, one person got. Um, Pretty high scores on two out of the three categories. Okay, let's hit the drum roll. So I'm guessing, I mean, it's got to be Zach, right? I mean, that would be the most logical. Seems like the easiest choice. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, Zach, but... (laughs) With peace and love. With peace and love, I have to say it's Zach. So, Dr. Young, the big reveal, if you would, please. Well, you're exactly right, it is Zach. Uh, I told you I'm Joker brained. You didn't believe yeah, me. Yeah, you are Joker, totally Joker brained. Fine, I'm dude. fucking Joker brained. <laughs> we knew it was Zach, but with peace and love, that's why we love you, Zach. So, you know what, I, think, I think the um, when you look at these categories, and I'll, I'll talk about them in detail in a minute. Um, Zach got a 4.2 out of five on narcissism, and that's very consistent with what we already had assessed with the uh, narcissistic personality inventory, um, and the uh, a kind of a high score on that is a 3.68 and he got a 4.2 so he kind of smashed the roof off of the elevator it's Fuck it's me. a it's a reasonably high score right yeah. i mean what's the highest score you've seen on that one is that about it well i haven't administered this as much as i have you know the right. other instruments mm-hmm. but yeah, you can certainly, you know, the ceiling, of course, is a five. Yeah. So the closer you get to a five, you know, the, the higher it's going to well, be. Well, that's a really good, high, good grade. I mean, that's, that's high marks. <laughs> but so we knew he was a narcissist. So what about the other two aspects? 
All right. So on Machiavellianism, you know, Ooh. this is kind of strategy and cunning. The uh, a high score there is about a three point eight six, and um, Zach got a three point six six. So he is not over the threshold there. He's just below the threshold. Oh. Um, and then on psychopathy. Oh no. Zach, I think you'll be interested to hear this. The average, well, a reasonably high score is a three point four. But you only got a 2.77. Oh, that's not that bad. So why did Dr. Drew make it sound so bad? I, was, I got afraid that Zach's going to be full-on psychopath on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that, um, you know, the other way we, we add these up is we add all three scores up together, <clears throat> you know, a, a total. And so a total high uh, dark triad score is 10.94 if you sum the three right across categories. And Zach's score across those categories was a 10.63. But again, breaking it down, we already kind of had the assessment on narcissism. The fact that psychopathy is low, I think, is a, a, a positive. Very good. Yeah, we don't. So, we got to turn that dial down there, Zach. <laughs> and then Machiavellianism, again, that just really means, you know, strategic behavior. Read me the Machiavellian ones he scored high on. All right, so Zach, how are you feeling? This, are you how are you feeling about all this? Well, I have my shrink on standby. Thank mm -hmm. God. Um, what does do that mean? Are you kidding? Or are you making a joke? No, I'm, I'm just okay. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, does this mean I have to be locked up or like? No, you're going to no prison. Necessary. Straight jacket, like Houdini, that shit, like you know. No, how, I mean how, like, again. Uh, it, remember, these are just traits. Right. Uh, it doesn't mean that you have a disorder of any kind. They're just kind of tendencies. And um, we have to say that for the NPI in particular, these are stable tendencies. But again, it doesn't mean you're a bad person or anything like that. It just means that on these particular well, aspects of personality. And, and I will say, Zach, that your scores weren't that bad. I mean, mm -hmm. Dr. Drew was leading me to believe that we were going to have to like call the fucking FBI and <laughs> dig up your backyard and shit <laughs> and start digging for bones. Well, do we know, is that, is that the big reveal? Was is that, that was the big that? reveal? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. No, he's, he's the highest. Oh. Well, Zach, whatever makes <laughs> the winner. you up. Hey, he went. Whatever makes you up, you're the sweetest guy I know. So, so, so yeah. you lost Thank the you. title. So, Zach, you lost the heartthrob title, but you won the crazy title. <laughs> I love it. You got your I love it. You, you know, I'll do anything for the show, and that's yeah. why you're the greatest. You're my golden boy. I, I have a question, if I may. Um, I'm curious how Ian did on this Stark Triad because he was the lowest. He was so mm. low on the other one. Did it's like he, he doesn't even exist. Did he score super low on the Dark Triad? Is it well? possible to not even exist? <laughs> I, I, I can tell you that, um, and I want to come back to, to Zach and compare his overall score Let's, to Trisha on the Dark Triad in just a oh, moment. Sure. Um, Ian got a 6.82 overall score when a high score is 10.94. There you go. So super low there, it, too. It's low, but he got a 4.76, which is a very low score oh, on yeah. the Dark Triad. Really? Interesting. Um, Ethan, you got a 6.54 overall score. AB got an 8.88. He's getting up there. Borderline. And just to remind you, oh, and Dan got a 7.22. A little bit high up there, Dan. <laughs> that was like, the same as yours. <laughs> but I wanted to note that 
Trisha got an overall score of 9.22 on the uh, dark track. Yeah, but oh. she was high. She was high. And she, Zach had a, a 10.63. So, <laughs> Zach. I am so fucked. No, 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 no. But, Zach, <laughs> Zach, please remind everybody that, Zach, you were sober and Trisha was high on Percocet and Xanax <laughs> through the last two, which she said yeah. on the show. I'm not like exposing her. Um, I was so sober. What, yeah. So, what does it mean that I was low on this one? Like, what, what are some of the questions that I scored low on? Well, um, you know, let me just tell you the scores in each category because it's so low. Mm. Um, you got a, a 1.88 out of 5 on Machiavellianism. So not strategic. You're not a strategic, manipulative person. Mm. That's um, good, I think. Yeah. On Narcissism, <laughs> you got a 1.44 out of 5, which is um, consistent with your low score on the NPI. Mm. Right. And then on psychopathy, again, out of five, you got a 1.44. <laughs> so these are a low, low scores. Huh? Uh, well below the mean. So the overall score of 4.76. Um, if I'm looking at the data here, um, there's not too much that really jumps out um, across other folks. So I think in summary, if you look at the overall total for the dark triad, you've got Zach in first place with you're coming in second. And then AB third and Dan actually fourth. Ah. This is so like I'm just kind of I mean, seriously, how are you how are you feeling, Zach, like on a real level? Or or do you do you, does does this affect you? I mean, obviously we're not taking it too seriously, but I'm just kind of curious. Uh, I knew I wasn't like other people. <laughs> Interesting. So uh, there's that. So when you say you mean, so when you AB is, has excused himself. Um, so when you say you knew you weren't like other people, do you mean? I guess what do you mean by that? Like how how did you see yourself as different than other people? I'm always willing to do something somebody else doesn't want to do. Mm. It could be an, an attention thing. It could be a, I don't know what it is, but yeah, I'm, I'm Joker brain. But he's I love that. He's I love your Joker brain. I'm Joker brain. I'm going to have to get through life now. You know, it's <laughs> it's going to be a struggle, but you know, I'm going to do it. God willing. And Dr. Young, have you administered yourself on these tests? <laughs> um, I haven't done the dark triad on myself, but Drew and I have both taken the NPI. And how did you guys score, just in fairness? Drew scored, I think, a 16, and I think I scored an 18. Huh? And the dimensions on which both he and I score high tend to be things like authority and self-sufficiency. Hmm. Uh, and you find that a lot of people who are professors or attorneys, um, you know, kind of who have to stand up in front of people and lecture or to be in court you have to kind of have some kind of level of authority, mm -hmm. you know, in order to come across as being someone who knows what they're doing. Mm. Right. So my scores were all kind of bunched, you know, kind of in that direction. And Dr. Young, I have, I make this a mandatory thing in the day, in the year and day of Zoom calls. I like to ask all of our guests who are sitting on a green backdrop to turn it off for us. Ah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
As I see you're sitting in a very studious, well-lit library. <laughs> let's pull down the so curtain. So many books. Okay, well, let's see. Uh... <laughs> oh, oh, that looks great. Almost hey. That looks better. <laughs> There's even more books. Usually it's like some <laughs> shitty, rackety. <laughs> like you're sitting on a bed. And this the, is a beautiful office. I love your, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it's very cluttered, and so um, it's I have uh, a, a cluttered and, and a very My organized. Is, because I'm I'm involved with USC sports, I work a lot with the tennis team, and so ah. the tennis team is the number one tennis team that's ever played the sport at the collegiate level. Oh, and so I'm there picking up some know, narcissistic traits there, doctor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Dr. Young, I cannot thank you enough for coming in and administering yeah. these tests. Thank I'm going to get your details because I know your daughter is a fan. I'm, we're going to send you all kinds of Teddy mm -hmm. Crash and a, and a thank you package. So thank you so much. I know you're busy. Thank you for taking time out yeah, to do this with us. It was a, a lot great of fun. Experience. And, and we really appreciate it. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank it was, you. I hope that it was a, a little bit instructive. Oh, yes. Definitely. Well, I know who to look out. I know who to trust and not to trust, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, doctor. Thank, thank you Dr. so Mark. much. Thank you. thank you. Thank you. Take care, guys. Okay. Well, how is everybody feeling about <laughs> that? I guess there wasn't really any big surprises other than... Actually, I will say, Zach's didn't surprise me. Ian surprised me. The guy doesn't even exist. The lowest on their record. The lowest on record, Ian. Ian didn't surprise me. I have a theory. What's, What's the your theory? theory? I have a theory too. <laughs> yeah, something's <laughs> off about this. We all know Ian's cunning, and we all know Ian knows Ethan well. And we can, I assumed that what happened with Ethan saying, can we go back and read those questions would come up. And I have a feeling that Ian predicted that, and he was very cautious with his answers. Because if that's the truth, then he's off the scale Machiavellian. <laughs> right. I w this, is, this is pretty much my theory, is that really? he, he understood the angle of all of these questions, and he's such a sociopath that he was able to manipulate everyone into thinking that he's some sort of saint. Well, look how he's floating above the clouds. I, mean, <laughs> I, I tend to think, I mean, like... I, he's I mean, very it smart. almost sounds like AI Ian took the test. Oh, right. Hmm. Who took the test, Ian? Was it you or AI, Ian? Look, <clears throat> all I have to say, really, is that... I, who'd they say had the... Didn't they say it was... The last lowest score was Frankie Munez, right? Yeah, that's right. Like that that. Who was? Well, of celebrities. I don't know if we can <laughs> necessarily put you in that echelon, but... All I've got to really say is, Frankie, hold this fucking L. Major <laughs> L. Fuck you, Frankie, you bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry, Frankie, but... Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm the new saint. I don't and, know uh, if you good. are. I don't know how honest I'm you are. I'm a saint. It's been proven. We've got it on record. <laughs> I am a saint. I am saint Slater. Saints you say later. So Saints humble. later the I mean, to be clear, though, they, they did say that an extremely <laughs> low score is kind of indicative of somebody with no backbone, just kind of a wimp, a loser. You know, they total, tried to tear down Mother puck. Teresa, too. And <laughs> it's, uh, and I'm, well, I won't go there, but it's, uh, go where? I mean, they kind of, no, I won't say it. Do you, do you have a Jesus Christ mentality? Like, do you, do you think you're Jesus? I'm not saying that. 
Well, it's interesting that Frankie Muniz was the other one because I know he had problems where he said he doesn't even remember his yeah. childhood. He yeah, he's like, really? Frankie Muniz had like uh, like a ton of concussions and he's he like can't remember yeah, recording Malcolm really in the Middle. Sad story, actually. Which, but, oh, really? It's interesting because Ian has different versions of himself. We know regular Ian, AI Ian, COVID Ian. Sleepwalking Ian. I mean, I have a hard time believing this shit because everybody else was like kind of normal, low. I feel like you were trying to get a zero. And just, I wish you would just be honest and tell us if that's what happened or not. Because you're, oh, it's always shtick. Like, were you trying to get the lowest score possible? Oh. Why would I do that? <laughs> well, now I believe that. I don't know. Saints later. I don't know if I believe that he was trying. Yeah, I'm okay. Because isn't the test designed to even if you try? I feel like if I wanted to, I could I could lie on it and get a zero. Right, but I feel like at some place they would find an inconsistency. Yeah, exactly, and you'd probably score like a two <laughs> because you couldn't get them all. <laughs> all right, I'll take you at your word, Ian. Thank you. Are you traveling through a wormhole? Yeah, what are you doing? Uh, you're just... Uh, I'm a, uh, ascending. Yeah, just ascending <laughs> all time and space. <laughs> Those Sunday services, man, they really got to you. Did you guys any, ever need any spiritual advice or anything? <laughs> well, Zach is... So, Zach was off the charts on everything. We, we kind of expected that. And that's what we love about him. But otherwise, pretty, pretty, pretty interesting stuff. Zach, are you feeling okay? I mean, I'm a little thrown back, to tell you the truth, but, I mean, I hate Jesus and I'm more satanic, so, like, it is what it is. You feel sad? Like, how, what's the emotion you're feeling? I mean, I wouldn't say sad. It's just kind of like, it is what it is. You, you just, just got to roll with it. You're just surprised you learned something about yourself that you didn't necessarily know. I think it, it, it's, you know, this whole quarantine really, like, it was very just you know, flatlined. So this mm -hmm. kind of gave it a little spike. and uh, a little crazy from the stir. It's going to keep me up at night, but I'm looking forward to it. Give me something to do. You know? What? It shouldn't <laughs> keep you up at night. <laughs> looking wait, forward wait. to it. But that could go back to the one narcissistic question when they're saying sometimes narcissists say they don't like compliments, but they really do. So maybe along that same line of thought... I love compliments. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, no. Zach is... Every time I've ever complimented Zach, he's just very like, oh, I really appreciate that. Thanks, That's man. That's true. That's funny because I take any... I cannot take a compliment sincerely. Right. Like, I will deflect any compliment I get ever. Like, I'll say thanks. I learned to be gracious about it because it's just annoying when you try to compliment someone and they're always, like, trying to argue with you. <laughs> so I just say thanks and accept it, but I don't take it to heart. I just think people are being nice. Which is weird because I I compliment people genuinely, yeah. Mm. Which makes me it's like I don't, I don't get it. You should take it first. I don't, and I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't. So does this does this affect uh, your viewpoint of me? Not at all. This is exactly the exact. I, I feel know. like it's just it's like a way of um, describing your character in a way, mm -hmm. but it doesn't make you worse or better. It's mm -hmm. just kind of like interesting, but. It's part of what makes you who you are and and why we like you. I mean, no. each one here is kind of different, and that's just you have, like, the crazy personality. Zach, this is exactly what I expected. <laughs> I, I think it shows that you can't, <laughs> you can't base it off that test. 
That like, kind of revealed AB is sort of like a Lex <laughs> Luthor type of character. Yeah, he's trying to. Yeah, he's he out the curveball too. Him. I mean, he's trying to go under the radar, but he was scoring narcissism, authority. He likes being around again. famous people. Yeah, getting close to important people. Which is something I knew I'd known because you're like a fan of everybody and everything, AB. You kind of have like um, what's it called when people are obsessed with celebrities? You say that, but I have no idea where you've got that from. Bro, okay, but you fucking get I hate. Co- I I I really don't. I mean, I, I'm the narcissist, bro. You love me. Like? You love Casey like? Neistat. You're always ta- you love Michael Jackson. You I never told you that. I've yeah, but I see you, you doing all the Michael Jackson moves and shit. Like I know you have a fetish for celebrities. You do. I've heard that. I've heard that once in my life, and it was a guy that. I was arguing with about SIMP. Yeah, I don't know. But no, I'm you I'm are really not. you are you have you have a fascination with celebrity. Let me I get I got a good example. I seen Walter Jr. at Target. Yeah, and you texted us all, made a big deal about it. I'm like, but who I fucking cares about Walter Jr.? I, it's my favorite show. I didn't Why didn't you go up to him? Why didn't you go up to him? I thought it was weird. That's I, a good point. I thought it was indicative of that what I thought. Because I was like, who gives a fuck about Walter Jr.? He texts <laughs> well, us in our group chat all excited about you guys, I can't believe it. Walter Jr.'s right in front of me. I was like, this guy's got you, a problem. He also <laughs> sent me some like like upskirt creep shot photos of Walter okay, Jr. Go check Ian's shot. So you took creep shots of Walter Jr. and sent it to Ian. In confidence, I sent it to Ian, creep to creep, because I've seen his uh, one with Kanye. All right, well, that, that kind of pisses me off because I didn't creep? get any pictures. Why didn't Zach I didn't get, get a picture? Yeah, He's what the friend. fuck? Why did Ian get it? It was past 10 o'clock. Zach was asleep. <laughs> but yeah, I would have looked at it in the fair. morning. But it, but Zach has a natural um, habit of waking up when something interesting comes up in the chat. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's, that's it's like, true. oh, you guys talking about porn? I'm up. That's a good point, though. <laughs> I think uh, I'm, I find it interesting that you're not aware of this to, because to me, A.B., it's super obvious. With I peace and so. love. With peace and love, I think you're 100% wrong. Every oh time we're going to an interview where so. I don't need to be there, I say, can I, I text you, can I go? <laughs> Can I work on the next episode? I feel like I've done that for like so many of the guest episodes. Mm, I mean, I'm not radar. saying you care about every celebrity. There, I, there's literally. I don't think you care about every celebrity, but there are certain celebrities that you. I think you are obsessed with, with, with celebrity. I think you are. There's like six people, including you and Ela, that I probably ever cared to meet in my life. Name <laughs> Sorry, them. Celebrity-wise. Okay, you two: Casey, Al Pacino, De Niro. Say Michael Jackson. I'll give you the Pacino. Martin Scorsese. What? And Tarantino. Yeah. And not Michael Jackson? So it's all movies? So why do you why do you know all the, the Michael hell Jackson moves and Ethan stuff? Ethan and Casey Neistat get onto that list. Yeah. Yeah. That does, <laughs> it's that like a big make sense. <laughs> Like all the great classic <laughs> filmmakers and Ethan and Ethan. Dude, my college years, that was my pastime, watching YouTube, watching mm. you guys, watching Casey. Okay, but then right, when it enough. comes to like David Dobrik, you know everything about him. You make these very general statements. <laughs> no, everyone knows something about David. I mean, he's everywhere. But you know, I like, know literally than zero about David. David. I know zero about zero. him. Yeah, like, like you know more about him than I, I think. Would this expect. is more about. I mean, what industry are we in? I think you guys should know mm. about David. He's I'm a busy <laughs> man. <laughs> now now you're getting fucking confrontation. He's good for the show. I'm not saying he's not great for the show. <laughs> he has a skill set that's great. But I'm just saying, I'm surprised he doesn't know this about himself. Hmm. No, not at all. I mean, so when did you learn the Michael Jackson dancing? And then why did you get so defensive of Michael Jackson when I was calling him a predator? 
Okay, because I just I never because I never said it to you that I'm a fan. That's why I because it's a touchy <laughs> subject. I of course you're a I, fan I, though. You are a fan. I think he's innocent. Let me uh-huh. preface by saying that. I definitely <laughs> think he's innocent. The only thing I ever said to you was about Imagine that Imagine if AB was on the crew when the whole thing was going on. I wish oh, he was, because right. yeah. I really wanted I someone to help, debate I would have helped you guys. Why? I stand by everything I said. Yeah. You know, that, that's that's fine. But I would have loved to have had uh, the opposing view. And, yeah. and in your defense, it's it's no one's job to have, you know, look in that deep into, I mean, every, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get into it. So, do you do you guys see what I am saying about AB? Because he thinks I'm dead wrong. I I see it. I mean, I agree with him on the Pacino and De Niro shit. Well, yeah, but like, Zach, let me know when you don't agree with Ethan. (laughs) Excuse me. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're fucking one to talk, dude. (laughs) I'm I'm not a yes. I mean, I I mean, most of the time, I my views are aligned. Oh, <laughs> it's a lot harder to speak when I'm not just saying yes and not in my head. Oh, are you? F- <laughs> okay. oh. Let's see you do the shit I do, buddy. Hold on, let me can I say right. something. Can I say something real quick? Because I know I'm really thinking me and Zach are serious. Zach is the biggest sweetheart. I, I mean, I can't tell you. Yeah, fuck I started yourself. how much this guy has helped me. I can't tell you every time I was freaking out on air. Zach has texted me. You're good. Calm down. You're fine. Don't worry about it. You're overthinking. Mm. It's probably, oh, nice. probably just strategizing though. It's Machiavelli. No, Zach, no, Zach, <laughs> oh, Zach scored low on the manipulative. But like, di- I, okay, I mean, I, I don't want to harp on it, but like, I mean, Ian, Dan, do you guys well, see I've, in AB what Ethan sees in AB? A little bit, and I and I feel like uh, what AB's saying, uh, you know, we should separate the two things because you talking about like, oh, I would love to meet these celebrities. I mean, yeah, everybody's got like their favorite actor, the favorite director that they love to meet. That That's completely normal. Ethan, I think, is talking more about the sliding into the DMs uh, sort of uh, moves that we know you've pulled on multiple occasions. I'm talking about... I'm talking about... And I have an antenna for this, being as, you know, I am one of these celebrities. And I always have to say <laughs> it like that because it's so silly. But, but yeah, I'm pretty big deal. Hey, I'm low on narcissism. You, you, now, you guys are big now, deals. Now I feel like you lied on the test. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I always do that because I feel embarrassed to say it. But AB, I could, he's, there's types of people who are like, who have these people as role models. They're like super fans, right? They're like simps. They have these people as role models and that they, they are a fan of them to a much higher degree than a normal person would be. And I believe that is a characteristic of that AB has for certain people. That he if, if I may, if I may interject, AB, have you ever had a like a sexual fantasy about like Al Pacino or like Robert De Niro? Al Pacino. <laughs> like just something like some casino porn or like no, no, no. Hell no. Is this question? Can I hold on? <laughs> I think I a little flustered. AB, um, Zach's think going in today. My interactions with you, Ethan, is how I would be with everyone else. Now I'm became friends with you and met you under weird circumstances because you were like in the middle of this online war and there was like groups of people who were attacking me who were bigger than me. And you were the only one, we were the only two on this side from my perspective. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like I was doing a lot more and I, and I am a fan and, but it's not to the degree like. We have to ask Lena like, cause she's the one who will really know. Don't know. <laughs> I mean like, I don't know. I'm a fan, but I don't feel like I'm I'm the 
the same degree that other people. I feel like that's taking away from their. Well, we're gonna find out on Friday because we are doing the simp off. So oh, yeah. I kind of have. I kind of want to do my presentation to clarify what I'm saying. Don't throw the simp off now. All right, let's cut. Let's go talk to Papa John. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's wrap this up. I'm trying to add another celeb on my list, please. He's <laughs> trying to meet Papa. This was all the long con. Mm. Papa John is with us. He's got a fire crackling in the back. Papa, is that is that gas or is that log? It's gas and it's fake, but it looks good. Really? It looks great. It looks so real. <laughs> I got to tell you, we were, me and Ela recently went on a retreat and we were using real logs and it's such a pain in the ass. You got to throw it. I mean, you know what I mean? Gas all the way. Are you a propane man yourself? Uh, no, that's natural gas. We're here in Kentucky. We got lots of it. Mm. <laughs> so Papa is here today. First of all, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Because the transcript has been released. The report has been filed. And the yes. verdict is out, Papa. And yes. and I think we can all hear and celebrate mm -hmm. and say, we all knew it. Papa yeah. John was set up. Papa John is innocent. Yeah. And he makes a goddamn good pie, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. It's, uh, it was a pretty glorious day when that uh, report came out and hit the media. But I don't know a lot of people, a lot of things, but I do owe you and Hila, big thank you. You, you busted this story 10 months ago when the chips were down. And, um, you know, I was getting hammered pretty good with the false narrative. And I was pretty well down and out, man. I was beat up. And um, you, you, you didn't quite exactly know what was happening, but something didn't smell right. And you've got a pretty good sniffer on you. And um, you were right on this. And what's kind of come, I mean, you've got a pretty diabolical mind. You're not a diabolical guy, but you you got to you know you can think. And what they did here is so horrific and so hard, even for somebody like you or I to think that they did it. Mm. But they did it, and we uncovered it. And um, you know the truth came out, and uh, we're just uh, we're delighted right now. It's so what exactly came out? So right, the revelation was first of all the original call. There's a transcript released. Now, the original call, you were accused of making racially charged statements, right? And so what happened was the transcript was released, and you can read this transcript, right? It's available to anybody online. Is that true or no? Well, not exactly. There, you're, you're sort of right. Um, the transcript was held uh, out of public view because the company didn't want anybody to see it because it pretty well <clears throat> exonerated me. But remember, Ethan, there's now two tapes. The tape when I was on the call and the tape that's after I hung up. Mm. The, um, the first tape <laughs> exonerates me because what I said was a disdain for racism. It, what I said was anti-racism. And what they did, they reversed what I said. It ran into Forbes. Forbes printed a bad headline and the rest of the media ran with it. What the dumbasses did they left the tape running. There was a live mic, wow. and they taped themselves. Hmm. And that part of the tape, the second tape, indicts them. Wow. And so it's real clear that it was a setup, and that you know they the comments are we hope he heffing gets it. Let's run this to so and so and take it viral on the internet. I mean, it was a complete setup, and the, and they taped themselves. Wow. So I have access to this transcript. So how do I have access to this? Was this well, something you have access to the transcript of the lawsuit? It's but, a call um, transcript. We, but remember, 
we had to file a lawsuit against laundry service to get the first transcript out in the public. So people well, can the read this. had to dig for it. You, you, you dug for it because, you know, you're following the story. So, but, but the this is out there if people want to read it, this call transcript. Right. Right. The second call, the second transcript is in the court of law and laundry service is trying to seal it because they don't want that transcript out there. So you got Papa John's doesn't want the tra first transcript out there uh, because it exonerates me. And you got laundry service that doesn't want the second transcript, uh, the part that recorded them out there because it indicts them. Hmm. So it's all tied up in the legal system. But it's, it's a bunch of BS. So now that the transcript is out, like, so like, this is great for people who are following the story, right. but like, what does it mean for you legally? Well, the right now we're, we have a motion to unseal the, the transcript and mm -hmm. we should get a ruling on that any week. Mm -hmm. Well, once that gets unsealed and the public now knows exactly what was said in the second call, they'll put two and two together and say, my gosh, this goes beyond just not fair or right. This is what they did is darn right. Horrific. It's, it's evil. Um, what do you do from there? Well, you, first of all, you just kind of slow down here and kind of go, what just happened? A, you have the setup. It was premeditated and it was uh, in, intentional and it was uh, malicious. Second thing is we have the Louis Free Report, which exonerates us. You know, it gets us off the hook. And then the third part to your question is damages. I mean, the damage they've done to it didn't have, this wasn't very this wasn't good for me. This wasn't my idea of a good time at all. But um, the what they've done to my community, they left Louisville hanging. What they've done to my employees, they fired all the employees and moved the thing to Atlanta. So they got, you know, they got put out the door, you know, kicked to the curb. And what they've done to the franchisees, to this brand the last two years by intentionally setting the founder up as a racist, the damages here are astronomical. So, so your, your, next your ultimate goal is now that you've, you've, you've proven your innocence and there's yeah. more evidence coming. Your goal is to now take this evidence and file a lawsuit against laundry service for damages? Well, you have to look at the different publics. You, you have the suppliers, which they've actually benefited from this. You have uh, your community, which I told you they lost. You have my, me personally, which is a loss. And you have the franchisees and the employees. Um, remember, all the proceeds out of this lawsuit go to charity. Mm -hmm. um, and so I don't get anything out of this except to give the money the to, truth. to charity, mm -hmm. uh, which is, you know, that, I just want to clear my name because, yeah. uh, you know, I have kids, I have grandkids, and you, you just don't want that on your record because it's, it's, it's nonsense. Um, I couldn't save the employees, Ethan. I did everything I could. Uh, I knew they were going to do this to the employees, and, they, you know, they picked up headquarters, they kicked these people in the street, and they moved it to Atlanta. You know, we were here 30 34 years, and they hurt a lot of people. And the damage that this board of directors and your good friend Steve Ritchie did to the employees and the executives here in Louisville, Kentucky is just, it's horrid. It's horrid. Now, to, to answer your question, the third party, the franchisees, the people that really helped me build this company and helped make me wealthy, I am keying this up for those guys. Mm. The, the franchisees are going to be in the catbird seat when I get done with this board and I get done with laundry service that, you know, if they come in and say, my gosh, <laughs> look what the executives of Papa John's did. Look what the board of directors did to the company, to this brand, to the founder. Look at the damage they've done. The franchisees will own Papa John's International for two cents on a dollar one day. Mark my words. The day of reckoning.
The day of reckoning is here. We are all waiting. Now, now, Papa, a lot of people have taken the day of reckoning to mean a lot of things. For example, people have predicted maybe that you were talking about COVID. People, maybe one of your pizza uh, contemporaries passed away, unfortunately. People thought maybe you had, uh, that, that you, were, you were prophesizing a day of reckoning. There was all kinds, is there an asteroid coming? I mean, how deep does this day of reckoning go? Are we talking about the stock prices or have you seen into the future something more ominous? Right now we have a, a what we call a grace period because we're in pizza delivery business and everybody's locked up at home with COVID. So it's, it's, you can do nothing wrong in the pizza business right now. So um, that day is going to happen when that subsides and sales crash and all this other nonsense that's been going on that's really hurt this brand, uh, that's going to be magnified with the performance of the company. But, I, you know, I don't know if it's odd or I don't know if it's God. Look at the last <laughs> six months. I've been able to sell hundreds of millions of dollars worth of stock at a premium because of COVID. My franchisees, my partners, have made more money in the last six months uh, than they ever had. And Louis Free, the best of the best, just exonerated me from all this nonsense that I've had to deal with for the last two years. So it's it's been hard, but it's been a great six uh, months, and I I just uh, I feel fortunate now uh, that the next phase, the next phase is when COVID subsides. And all this comes out, what I'm telling you, and it really soaks in what this board and what this executive team did to Papa John's International, what they did to the brand. In my opinion, that'll be the day of reckoning. Mm. Mm. We all wait with bated yeah. breath. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm looking at the stock price, and the stock price is, is doing quite well. I mean, at your peak as, as the leader of Papa John, it's basically at where it was in Papa John prime time. But you're saying, I mean, how, how can you go wrong during COVID? Like, how can you fail as a, as a pizza company right now? Right. Well, it's even worse than that. Right now, Papa John's makes half the pre-tax profit and trades at the same price. Hmm. Now, you don't think that's a shell game. You know, you don't think there's some, some shenanigans going on there. I'll give you two examples. The CEO of Papa John's comes out and says, we have 8 million new customers, yet the customers coming in the, uh, the stores are less now than they were three years ago. Mm -hmm. See, it's a, it's a show game. We have 8 million new customers. Well, but you got less customers coming in. So you see that? We're going to open 50 stores. Why can't it just be customers who are ordering online? Mm -hmm. Well, with the, that's, that as a percent has, a, has gone up a little bit. But let's say uh, three years ago you had 1,000 customers. Today you have probably 960 customers. So even, you know, so it's a shell game. We, they, they, they say we have 8 million new customers, but they have a lot less people coming in the door. So they have actually have less customers. Now, I don't understand your logic, have the Papa. Say what? I, I don't understand your logic, Papa, because people, because it's COVID, people aren't going inside. They're ordering online. The, well, they're ordering online uh, as a percent, about 70% of the business. You know, that hasn't changed. We don't have any in-seating, uh, in, in uh, uh, table dining, Ethan. It's all delivery or carryout. Mm -hmm. So maybe that um, pre-COVID was, say, 65, 35, and maybe it's 70, 30 uh, online versus uh, telephone or, or carryout. But it's not, that hasn't changed. But the amount of customers ordering has gone down the last three years. Hmm. So in order to make, make the sales look better, they jack up the price. 
So the point is that Wall Street doesn't have the intelligence to go, what's your traffic counts? In other words, the guy says, we have 8 million new customers. And the next question is, how much is your traffic up? How many more customers do you have coming through the door? And the answer to that would be, well, it's negative. See, it's, it's, a, it's, a, um, it's a bad number. It sounds a to me number. like the day of reckoning is coming. I, arithmetic's not an opinion. If you're, if Papa John... Hmm. <laughs> so they're just giving out fake numbers? Fake numbers, that's a little strong. I think misleading numbers. I think hmm. the real health of the business, the product quality the, uh, has slipped. The service has slipped. Um, mm -hmm. The standards have slipped. I've stopped ordering uh, Papa John's. So I'll, I'll be straight the, up with you. I don't, I, I'll be straight up with you. I don't buy Papa John's pizza anymore. Well, uh, I and I don't know how that makes you feel, Papa, to be honest, because that's your baby. But it used to be my life. Papa John's pizza used to be my life. And now I, I just it's not there for me. I don't know how that makes you feel. Makes me feel terrible. And I, I think it's just the obvious that the product quality has gone down. And Have you been ordering Papa John pizzas? Are you still I've on that? Ordered, I've ordered 600 pizzas. <laughs> Let's in the, go. In the last 90 days. Are you serious? <laughs> I know exactly what they're selling. So to your point, Ethan, you have one or two, uh, you know, surveys that doesn't make, you know, that doesn't make a, you know, that doesn't make a Papa, a I'm captivated by what you just yeah, said. Yeah, me too. So okay. tell me, what's your ordering strategy? You live in this area. You live in Kentucky, right? No. So, we, so tell me about like. Six, we've yeah. ordered 600 pizzas in probably 10 or 15 states just to know what's going on. Ah. So when you have as much stock as I've, I've had. You want to make sure that you you know you know the product quality is there. And to your point, you know um, one example doesn't make a survey, but when you have six hundred, you kind of know what's going on. For but sure. Anyway, the product has slipped. They know that the franchisees know it, and the the, the service has slipped. They have no pizza experience at the executive level or at the board level. Uh, they don't care about the employees. They just screwed them over. And I'm worried about the franchisees. If they, look what they did to me, look what they've done to the employees, and then look what they're going to do to the franchisees. The writing's on the wall that the worst place you want to be in 2021 is a franchisee of Papa John's International. Mm -hmm. That's the worst place you want to be. You're sitting on a keg of dynamite. So, Papa, tell me about the pizza ordering system. Do you have people in different states, and then you guys coordinate? You get? Do you try with toppings? Are they and undercover? Are they undercover? Like, does Papa John know that you're doing this? Like, what kind of mind <laughs> games are going on on a high level? No, Papa John doesn't care what I'm. They They're happy. They I'm need doing. the business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you could you could buy any service and go out and spend you know spend the money and they'll order the pizzas and tell you what they're serving. That's you know that's just so who, so you say it. you're doing it across it's five or ten thousand. It's five or ten thousand bucks to go out and order three hundred pizzas. So it's not a big deal. Is, but but is yeah. it like uh, people you personally know or no no it's it's secret shoppers independent you know people mm. throughout the country that'll order pizza and then report what you know what they got mm -hmm. so that so you're so system. you're running it's some expensive kind, yeah mm -hmm. you're running some kind of survey program like undercover mm, no <laughs> no I'm not running I want to know I'm interested <laughs> I'll get you I'll get you the I'll get you the name of the vendor I mean there's uh, several vendors so it's, a service. it's a service they give you I see it's a service you know okay. Papa John's used to do it but they stopped doing it because it costs money a it costs money and B is they didn't want to see what they were serving <laughs> yeah they're like eh, we know it's bad <laughs> yeah, it's bad <laughs> if you don't if you don't measure it they won't do it if you don't reward it they won't repeat it uh -huh. Papa, what are we going to do? So is the cheese yeah. getting away from the crust? 
as we've seen oh, on the. Yeah, don't even get it started, Elo. <laughs> don't get. I had I had nine pizzas in Washington D.C. last week, and the the operator in D.C. is actually he's a colonel. He's actually pretty good, and he's they, they were slipping pretty bad. They they've mm-hmm. slipped to mm-hmm. you, to your point. And don't even get you know, it started. But right now, but COVID's going to cover all that up, Ethan. Oh COVID's yeah. COVID's going. You know, you, right. you're not. You don't have to be on your game when you got a monopoly, and they got a monopoly. Right <sighs> What are we going to do? I mean, it's just not right. I mean, you, pizza is, is a sacred, it's sacred. And to see the cheese slipping away from the crust like that and mm-hmm. the pepperonis not being evenly distributed, it's just, it's just not fucking okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also, um, you ought to be, you know, me, whereas I spent 34 years of my life building this thing and to watch yeah. this dude do what they're doing to my baby, it's mm-hmm. that part you can get emotional and upset about real quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I mean, to, to know what we had and to know how, I mean, we were the best place to work in Kentucky for five straight years. I mean, the Papa? best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's dating life? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna switch from pizza to dating. <laughs> it's good. I um, I, I um, I've done on a few dates. I had one girl that I really really liked, but nice. um, she broke up with me. Oh <laughs> damn! Yeah. She well, didn't that's like the reason. <laughs> she didn't like packs. Oh, you got you he, can't come after the dog. That's a deal breaker. No. Oh, yeah. she didn't like he, the dog. No, he he burps and he's got gas and she didn't like it. So I think you might I, may, I think you might be making a euphemism for yourself there, Papa. <laughs> I love Paxel. We had, I had to make yeah. a tough decision. Well, it really wasn't that tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, Papa, listen. <laughs> You're a single man. You got a pizza empire. You've just been you've just been acquitted. And uh, you know what? Let those clowns do whatever they want with the pies because you're sitting pretty. You got your own pie in the sky. You know what I mean? It's the papa pie. I don't know what my future is going to be, Ethan. I just know every day I'm thankful because it's going to be better than the past. It's going to be great. I don't know what it is. I just know that it's going to be really, really good. And you guys and your audience are going to be part of it because if we got through this, if we can get through this game, (laughs) we can get through anything because this – remember, Ethan, I started in a bar. Oh, yeah. I used to get my ass kicked all the time. Mm -hmm. I never – had an ass whooping like this in my life. I mean, this has been pretty tough, bud, but we got it done. We came out the other side a little bit stronger and a little bit better, so it's good. There you day go. Of reckoning. The day exactly. Pa- pa- Papa always stays winning. That's what I say. Papa always stays winning. Papa, thank you for calling in. Who's and I want to thank Rob, who looks like a lawyer. Is Rob a lawyer? <laughs> Is Rob a lawyer? No, no, he's a PR guy. Hey, oh. you didn't hit on uh, Judas. You didn't hit on Richie. Oh, do we, should we take <laughs> shots at Richie? You gotta take shots at Richie. He's the he's the he's the worst. Hey Rob, <laughs> hey Rob, or can we take shots at Richie? You're muted, I think. Rob, he's got there the PR go. guy here. Pa- I want to know. Papa can do whatever he wants. Hey oh, Rob, okay. why are you here? What are we trying to avoid talking about? <laughs> Rob is the Nothing pe- the at all. We're just recording <laughs> on our end. Watch. Uh-huh. Ethan, he's, he's already had six heart attacks. <laughs> <laughs> really? You're sweating right there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, fuck, well let's start with this. I don't this. get okay. to talk to anybody the way I talk to you. Rob, okay, let's start like this. I think Rudy, or I think Judas, a.k.a. Uh, Rich- Richie. G- Richie. Little Richie. I think little Richie turned a little pory after he tried to backstab your ass. 
I don't think you want to be Steve Ritchie right now. I'll tell you what this dirty guy did. He um, um, he called well, our advertising agency right before this went down and said, hey, he and Shapiro and said, we got to get rid of John. He's a bad guy. Then he emails laundry service and says, hey, you know, just get him on tape, get him to talk. He'll hang himself. I mean, he completely set me up. I mean, you know, you, the guy makes six bucks an hour as a driver. Last year he made six million dollars and he, he pulls a stunt like that. I mean, I've never seen anything like that. Did you? You know, I th- I think that there's a movie here to be made. I totally the I mean, this is God. This is E two. I mean, this is this is E two. The God Papa. What yeah. was it? E- but e- e- look at this. To your point, look at this. You ever talked to him? Guy that Did you ever talk to him, Papa? Say what? Did you ever talk with him yet? No, no. Mm. But but you're right. Would you're, you ever he, meet with him? Yeah, I, yeah. You I, would. Oh, of course. You have yeah, some th- about, It looks like you have some things exotic. to say to we're, him. Papa, let's role play. A, let's role play. I'm him. What would you say to me? Listen, Steve, <laughs> all the franchisees hate your guts. They all know you screwed me over. In the process, you screwed us over. And we're going to let John exonerate you, but you got to narc all these other white-color criminals out. Oh, we're narking. I like yeah. it. I love this movie. <laughs> I love this movie. I want to watch it. <laughs> so are we but, putting? So now we're now. How I see is we're going to put Richie. We're going to put a piece on Richie and send him in to get like to get the uh, you know the wire. Send him in with the, the wire, yeah. the Papa wire, the pizza wire. Well, Richie and Shapiro set up the other board members. They, you know, they're the ones, Richie Shapiro set up the taping, they set up the setup and took it down. And the other board members, you know, they were a bunch of suckers. They went along with it. You know, they panicked and went along with it. And uh, Shapiro and Richie have left these board members hanging in the bag. But look at this. Look at this. You have a guy that builds a 5,000 store chain out of a broom closet in a public board of directors, (laughs) sets him up paints him as a racist and tries to take him down to where he can't even get up the rest of his life. I mean, that's beyond jealousy and the hatred. That's, that's biblical, just Papa. It's evil. And, Papa, and I tell you, the franchisees how, deserve better. Papa, how long, how long ago was it you've been divorced now? How is life, how is your life adjusting now to, I mean, just how has that been? I know the divorce is just really tough and I'm just curious, how's it been for you? Well, it was, um, you know, a great 27 years, Yeah. you know, um, and, um, you know, she's a great woman. Mm. Um, we'll, um, it, it'll be in two days and 10 hours and three minutes. It'll be a year since oh. I've been divorced. You're counting down the days, pop of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> You're counting every second. Well, is it odd to be, is it odd to be single after all this time? It's gotta be a weird feeling. eh? Quite an eligible single man too, I might say. Um, I don't. Odds the wrong word. I think, you know, I think it's the, it's in everybody's best interest. I think. Yeah. I think she's a lot happier, and I think I'm a lot happier. And I know what's best for her, and I love her, and I want what's best for her. And there's no right. doubt in my mind that she's happier, and that she this is good for her. That's. Nice. I mean, she's she's beautiful. She's fit. Um, Kids and grandkids love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's wealthy. I mean, she's got her own jet. I was gonna. I was gonna. My next question was. My next question was how much know. did this? How much financially did that hit you? That hit you pretty good, probably the divorce. Yeah, but you know we were partners. That's for true. Thirty-two years. Yeah, so, so she kind of. Um, yeah. yeah. 
she was there with me the whole time. So, mm-hmm. you know, she gets her cut. I mean, that's just how it works. But she's wealthy and she's got great friends. She has her own she jet. What kind of jet? Huh? What kind of jet is it? Does she have? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I never ask. I don't, I, don't, I don't know where she That's lives. Nice, I know she has a jet because she keeps it over the same airport I keep my jet. You guys have oh. so you're like, you know hurt. what? Your we both buddy. got jets. Come on. It's all good. So how's he doing, Rob? Is Papa is Papa I said Rob, how's Papa doing? Just checking in on the PR guy. <laughs> Divorce is tough, Rob, man. I just want to check in on Rob. <laughs> Rob, how we doing? Uh, Papa's doing great. Thank you. Right. <laughs> Thank you. That's Kofer. He's nervous, Ethan. Are you guys nervous. in the same room, or is you guys? Is he's on Zoom? Like, like, how cl- are you guys? Are you just looked at him, didn't you, Papa? He's in New York. Oh, okay. okay. And so, if he, if you're going some territory where he thinks is unsafe, how does he notify you? You guys have a, like a private chat open? I don't know. I didn't even know he was going to be on the call. Rob, why are you on the call? <laughs> They, Ethan, the chance of them coaching me when I when you interview me is like somebody coaching you. It ain't gonna happen. <laughs> so, Rob, do you happen. really think that you can control this force of nature? I mean, why are you here, Rob? Let's be honest. <laughs> but uh, turn on your mic, Rob. Don't be shy. Come on, you're on the call. What are we doing here? No one can control Papa. We're just here to watch what's going on. Uh-huh. <laughs> But I mean, I got to tell you, Ethan, it was. I mean, you don't know just what a PR ago, guy how bad, would say. I, how bad a shape I was in, pal. Yeah, I, mean, I, no, was, I know. I, I mean, I was pretty depressed. I was like, I know, man. Yeah, I didn't know how to get out of this mess. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. you all have a tape. Just listen to the tape, for God's sake. And um, you know, I just couldn't get the media to wake up, and they finally woke up. So I don't know how this happened, but I feel, I just feel really like a ton of bricks is off my shoulders. Mm-hmm. I feel like a guy that. Got out of jail on a crime he didn't commit. You know what I mean? You kind of yeah. get that freedom back. It's it's well, it's a really an odd feeling. Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse than being, first of all, being accused of something you didn't do. But even beyond that, it's like being accused of being a racist. You know, and so because that that's just a really terrible thing to be. You know, it's the worst. And people re- and and people pass judgment have people really judge you for that one too. So it's like, you know, I think I think sadly in a lot of people's minds, you know, it's like. They hear it once, but they don't hear the, the second chapter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, I guess you could go to a murderer or a pedophile, but I think a racist is probably the worst of all of them. And I, 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 okay, I, mean, well, I laid let's bed, examine that. You know, and say what? So you, so we think, well, yeah, ra- <laughs> <laughs> so being a racist is t- bad, but maybe, maybe not as bad as a pedophile though. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I, 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 I agree. With <laughs> or that. a murderer, uh, but I know what you mean. People think like they say racist, and then like for example, let's say who's a famous pedophile? Um, who's a Epstein. famous pedophile? Who? Epstein. Epstein. Oh, Epstein. Right. right. So you think that your label of racism is almost as toxic as Epstein's label of sex trafficking? Oh, I, I don't. I, w- I wouldn't go that far, but I can tell you, it's, it's a bad category to be in. Let's not. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I would rather be you than Epstein in terms of he's Fair dead. Enough. Yeah, I'll throw in the white flag on that argument. Yeah, Rob, any thoughts? Rob, would you rather be Epstein or um, or uh, or falsely accused? Sorry, the connect. Connection's breaking up. Rob is pleading the fifth on the Epstein question. 
So. How, how much you pay this guy, Rob? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I love you. Obviously, Rob. I'm getting what I'm I pay for, you right? You know, you know, I'm just giving you a hard time, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for having me, Papa. It was Thank so you. fun. I always love hearing from you. I always love yeah. seeing. You. And I gotta say. You look happier. You, you look do. relieved. Right. We love Thank a happy you. papa because well. you've brought so many great pizzas into my life. <laughs> and listen, nothing makes me happier than pizza. My wife can tell you. I got to think I owe that all to you. The man yeah. with the vision in a broom closet. A couple pies. Forget about it, huh? Well, I tell you what, but I love you to death. But brother, you got to start eating the way he eats. You got to get on that vegan diet, brother. You got to take care Papa, of yourself. Papa, come on here to call me fat. I, no, I didn't call you. I'm just You're saying You're getting that. advice from Wait, Papa. Hold on, hold on. She looks, Papa, she looks I didn't good even for say Zach, hold on, Papa. Zach, you know, hit that sound bite about pizza being nutritious. <laughs> I was just following your advice, Papa. Oh, no. Go ahead, Zach. <laughs> Pull the record. Pull the tape. Oh, gosh. Pizza's actually very nutritious. I was following your advice, Papa. <laughs> yeah. But notice the tone of voice. Notice the. I was kind of in my shell. I'm not sure I was trustworthy in that interview. Okay, so. Uh, just, hey, uh, all sincerity, that, that, um, that complaint, that amended complaint is going to get unsealed here. It comes in. It's pretty juicy. What comes you out? You tell me when that's said. out. You know, they. It was a hot mic, and these guys put their foot in their mouth. They indicted themselves. It's pretty funny. So I'll send that to you when I get it. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, uh, happy holidays to you. Happy holidays. So and, uh, um, can we Theodore, get back to the? the oh, say what? I just wanted to hear if you had any concrete advice for Ethan on his diet. Oh come on, he's um, a pizza wild man. Health. Wild Health. There's a, co- there's a company that I'm involved with. Wild Health. Remember this. this what you is can that? remember this name, Ethan. This Wild Health, Bad Dawson, Papa John, and his Papa team. John's promoting now. Yeah, Wild <laughs> Health. I, I, I don't own enough of it to want a shotgun, but anyway. Um, it's, um, they'll get you where you want to be. Mad Dawson at Wild Health uh, in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, what made you they, rich, actually, Papa? And what made you rich? Pizza. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> But you, I don't you know what it means. I don't know what it means. But, but, um, yeah, they'll, uh, um, pizza's actually very nutritious. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you just eat one slice or two, that's what I said. You, you exactly. Cut, you cut me off How are you? It's Papa, all about moderation. This guy is a billionaire and he's saying, oh, eat one or two slices. You don't get a billion, become a billionaire by selling one or two slices of pizza. <laughs> Like, come on. You got me. You People like me, people that look like me, Papa, is why you're sitting in that Papa Pizza Mansion with the fire behind you. Yeah. All right. Guys half your size are why I have a jet. Guys your size are why my ex-wife has a jet. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. All right, brother. Fair enough. Really, take care of yourself. (laughs) Happy holidays. He'll get him in shape now. Come on. Oh, that's hilarious. Thanks, Papa. Thank you. Papa, take care. Have a great Christmas. All right. I hope you're getting. I hope you're getting some weird ass. Okay, at least. (laughs) Why, Rob? Are you still here? You want to say anything, Rob? (laughs) Rob bounced out fast. (laughs) We love. We love Papa. Man, that was fucking that funny. funny. I have to say, I, you know, the guy came in here and called me fat, but I can't even hate because that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he has a good point. I love fucking with the PR people when they show yeah. up. It's like, come on. Well, love Papa. That was a great call and a great personality test. 
This and was a, a really great fun, episode. Yeah, this was just a fun, high level. I feel like this was a high level episode. <laughs> right? I mean, there was a lot. I mean, who gets calls in from Papa John? Uh, tests administered by real doctors. Doctors? Doctors. That turns me on. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that was pretty awesome. Papa was, apparently we found out he's been slamming, which is good. <laughs> I bet you Papa fucks, like, probably goes crazy in the sack. He's pretty fit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I bet you Papa fucks like a monster. That's pretty dope. <laughs> Would you like to get railed by Papa's Let act? me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> What, can you repeat that? What, Would you what? like to get railed by Papa? No, I don't want to get railed by Papa. You want to do it for the show? No. You said that, anything that, for the show, dude. Come on. I'm, anything I'm, for I, the show. I'm not. Anything for I'm, the show. I'm not a homosexual. Oh. oh. Well, that doesn't make you a homosexual. It just means you can get railed by Papa for the show. <laughs> Zach, you just asked me if I have any dirty dreams about El Pacino. Yeah, huh? you did. Well, okay, that's a different that you. That's like yeah, casino men, porn so. where like ginger's involved and What's you know casino like casino porn. I don't know what casino porn is. The movie Casino. I, mean, I know but... what you're talking about. I didn't know that was a genre of porn. Okay. AB knows everything about that, doesn't he? <laughs> no, I just, I it just hit me when you said Ginger's involved. I thought you were saying like red hair, but you're talking about the character Ginger. The character Ginger, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, is, like, there? is there a casino, a movie following. like porn? I, I, mean, I don't know. Anisha is probably like the 90s and Zach. I mean, <laughs> Joe Pesci said, Eat out my ass. So I mean, eat out my ass. Jesus. Eat out my ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right, we're off the rails. Um, okay. So, uh, this is coming out on Thursday, so that means we will see you tomorrow for After Dark, which right. technically is our last episode of the year. Yes, sir. But that makes me feel sad. I know. And I actually don't, I'm not sure that I even want, like, I feel sad. <laughs> Do you want to not take a break? Well, I feel bad for these guys, because they deserve a break. Maybe we could just reduce our frequency for, but I think I probably do need a break. A also. break is healthy. Yeah. Well, let's talk about yeah. it on Friday. What do you so guys you think? It, you, you can let everyone else off. I'll be here. I don't. I don't know anyone here. So I'd like to take I, a break. <laughs> Dan wants a break. <laughs> I, I I dread the I dread the holidays. So I'm down to do shows. I think Dan needs a break. Dan needs a break. Yeah. Dan definitely does. Ian. Yeah, I'll take a break. Okay. <laughs> what are you gonna do too? You don't even exist. I'm gonna meditate. <laughs> 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 well, hopefully we'll all have PS5s by then, but I doubt it. Maybe. Annoying. Maybe. I want to hold my breath. Because I'm wondering if we could do something, like do some live streams or something just to just to have a fun time, you know? Having some laughs, you know? I, think I would absolutely just, love I that. I think we should just take it's a, a two-week break. break. Yeah, it's I think, a two-week break. I think we should just take a break. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like we're going away forever. <laughs> I just dread the holidays so fucking much. Why? It's not. It's so depressing to me. You hate uh, your family that much? No, no, no. It's not a family thing. It's just like why depressing? It's just like most happiest time of the year. It's like really, real happy. So you're you're upset that you're not jubilant during the holidays and that depresses you yeah yeah and it's like you know you just sit around a christmas tree and 
what the fuck is wrong? What happened to you? Are we Joker braining? Yeah, here? I don't know if this is Joker brain or if you got like molested under a Christmas tree. No, it's just. I mean, you can ask these guys. I'll go over the. I asked them, can I come over and cry in front of your Christmas tree? Okay, Joker uh, brain. I mean, AB can attest to that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a tree, or else you could come. Ian has a tree. Uh-oh. All right. <laughs> Ian, how do you decorate your tree? Um, very uh, uh, Macy's chic. <laughs> we oh, keep it subtle. We keep it chill. Macy's chic like, is um, like that means to me. Like, any like uh, boutique uh, little cute stuff on the tree, or just like <laughs> balls and we a lot of balls. I love a lot of balls. Mm-hmm. Balls everywhere. Balls. We can't put a lot on the tree because our cat uh, knocks oh. it all off. Yeah, we had um, we have a tree in our living room, and we had these glass ornaments, and Theodore was grabbing them and smashing them on the floor. <laughs> so we had to, we didn't remove them; we just moved them up. Mm-hmm. So the top half of the tree is very decorated, and the bottom half is very bare. It's uh, yeah. Star David's because Ethan was saying we should be both holly, both. Well, I wanted to know more of a Hanukkah bush. Yeah, I wanted yeah to know it's a Hanukkah tree. tree. I wanted to know. But it got, I got him a tractor and airplanes too. All right, listen. This conversation is a dead end. Dead air. So we'll see you on Friday. We're gonna have another great show planned for you, like they all are. This is the H3 podcast. It's the only show in the world like it. Number eighteen in the world or something. I don't know. Twenty-two. Yeah, it's a bit higher than that. No, it was (laughs) twenty-two. I'm telling you, it's moved up instead. (laughs) Since that was like last week. Yeah, and we moved up. (laughs) It wasn't last week. What's happened? Just today's episode moved us up. We're number 18 now. <laughs> I just said it. And it's true. <laughs> Alright, we'll see you guys on Friday. So, um, hope you have a great time. Hey, Dan, that's not bad, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys, we'll still see you then. Thanks. Ta-ta. 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 Ta-ta.